Hello, my name is Laura Fuller and I'm an occupational therapy student from the College of St. Mary. And today I am joined by three of my classmates and we're gonna be discussing the um, role of the occupational therapist in the inpatient um, psychiatric setting and just kind of delve into that a little bit deeper. So first I'm just gonna go around and let them introduce themselves to you. Hi, I'm Megan Archuleta. Hi, I'm Kiara Kalka. And I'm Hilary Guffin. And first, we're just going to kind of hit on the occupational therapist role in the setting. So Megan, can you kind of just tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the OT's role in inpatient psychiatric settings are, um, usually it's a direct consultation for an OT, and as far as OT's role goes, we do the assessment of the client's abilities, their roles, habits, and routines. Uh, it's obviously a safety assessment. Um, we do recommendations for continued services for the next level of care for patients. Um, discharge planning is a big deal along with this. It's either individual or group treatment, could be either or. And then we look at functional skills, um, self-care, home, community function for people. And then we also reinforce the behavioral and therapeutic plan for people. Nice. Okay, Hillary, can you talk to us about mm -hmm. the distinct role that OT plays in psychiatric settings? Absolutely, Kara. So you got to remember that our roots as OTs, they were founded in mental health. Mm -hmm. um, so it was after World War I, um, veterans were coming back and they had PTSD and they, they were wounded from war. And so um, the providers started um, engaging these patients in occupations. And it was then that we recognized that being active and keeping our mind busy was an important aspect of recovery and return to life as civilians. And that's what we as OTs do. Like we get our patients back to performing the activities that they want to do. Okay, great. Thanks so much. And so Laura, can you actually touch base on like the requirements for admissions to inpatient psych? Sure. So um, there's a few ways that can happen. Um, one through like direct admission um, or that they're admitted from the emergency room itself. Um, if there's a need for psychiatric diagnosis or intervention um, that coincides with their diagnosis. Um, and then they typically require a 24 hour care um, for either a short or extended period of time. And um, the person does require a 24-hour monitoring for safety reasons, just to make sure everything's okay. And then um, the uh, it might also be court ordered, as in the case of like forensic cases in which clients require secured or locked units due to safety risk to themselves or others. Um, so those are typically the requirements you might see in the, in this setting. Um, now, Hillary, can you just kind of go into a little bit more detail on the setting description and what what you might expect to see? Yeah, of course. So um, uh, there is the uh, setting of freestanding hospital, which is, it's not linked to hospital, but it provides medical services. There's private hospital. It's owned by a private company or a nonprofit that's funded by the patients and insurance. Uh, there's the unit within the hospital, such as the psychiatric unit in a hospital that offers services during hospitalization. Uh, state hospital, it's a hospital that's funded by the state or government. And the Veterans Administration Hospital, which is hospitals funded by the government. Great. And Kiara, can you just kind of 
touch base on what we might expect to see there, like what are some of the typical diagnoses that are seen in the inpatient Oh, Definitely. When it comes to the typical diagnosis, you can really see a broad spectrum. Um, this can range from dementia all the way to obsessive compulsive disorder, bulimia, anorexia, panic disorder, bipolar, and schizophrenia. That's just to name a few. Okay. And, and Megan, um, I, know, I know occupational therapists work along many other professionals. Who can you expect to work with um, in this setting? So just like any other place, OTs play a big role in inpatient psych, but so do the doctors, psychologists, nurses, um, there's obviously social workers, uh, recreational therapists, uh, surprisingly enough, art therapists, did not know that was such a thing before that. Um, music therapy is also good. Um, other There's other consultative orders, and I mean nurses, but mainly it'll work with psychiatrists and nurses and of course the doctors. Yes. And so to wrap things up, what um, what would be the typical reimbursements that you see for this setting, uh, Kira? Well, because this is inpatient care, you're going to kind of find the typical ones that you'll find in hospitals. So we have private insurance. There's also self-pay, Medicare, Medicaid, SSI, and <clears throat> so it's also can be unfunded okay great so we hope you guys learned a little bit more about the inpatient psych setting and again this was laura fuller megan archuleta here kauka and hillary griffin stay tuned for our next podcast on other settings thank you thank you thank you, thank you.